This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. You guys know I've been using Squarespace for years. Squarespace is a great way to build your online presence. Look, if you're wanting to launch a photography portfolio, it's easy and quick to do with Squarespace. And what I really like about it is the beautiful designs. But more than that, if you want to start a blog, if you have a physical business and you want to have a web presence for that, or whatever your passion is, Squarespace can help you to help you to get your message out there. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code IMPROVE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Portrait Session here on the Improved Photography Podcast. I'm Erica Kay, and today I am sitting in Trident Community College or something like that yes. with <laughs> Technical Connor. College. Technical College, yeah, uh, Trident. Um, with Connor, we are here at the Improved Photography Retreat or the Create Photography Retreat. We are together in person, side by side. It's a Christmas miracle. Yes, it's weird <laughs> being able to look at your face while we're doing one it of is. these. It is. It's kind of awkward. I'm like staring into your like, eyes right now. <laughs> especially because we kind of just have a recorder in between the two of us. So pardon any um, less than optimal sound quality here, but yeah. that means that we also have to like talk directly at each other's face. Yeah. Because we're literally sitting Sitting. here like staring at each other um but yes as connor said we are we there's gonna be sounds and noises you'll probably hear some background noise you'll probably hear somebody come in and tell us that we need to wrap up you might hear my stomach growling because i'm starving (laughs) um so just forgive the, the the quality of this episode but I think the fact that we're together in person will really make up for that. I sure hope so. We're also <laughs> both incredibly tired at this point. So, so. tired. Yes. Uh. It's the last day of the retreat. We've been up very late every night and gotten up very early every day. Mm-hmm. We've also had tons of presentations, tons of uh, shoots and group shoots and people asking questions and talking to us. So we, um, we're a little slap happy. We're a little giddy. We're a little tired. So this episode will probably be interesting yeah to say for, the least. for any of you that don't like it when I lose my train of thought this is not the episode for you because I am sure <laughs> that will happen a lot just turn it episode. off <laughs> right now just go um okay so we're gonna chat a little bit about what our experience has been like here at the retreat in Charleston um talk about some of our takeaways some of our experiences uh some of the things that people participants seem to be asking a lot about or focusing on um, so it's it's going to be less of a an educational type of show today and more of a conversation about our experience here um, so that those of you who aren't here can have a taste of the retreat and those of you who were here can have some some memories or learn some things that maybe you did not know happened while yeah. we were here. Do you have things to start with? Because I'm struggling at the moment to think of one. Yeah. Well, I think... One of the things that was mentioned, I think, at the opening session of the retreat, which was something that I had been thinking about before coming, and I know a lot of people took advantage of, was the fact that coming here, while yes, you're here to learn about something, you know, about things that you specialize in, you should also come to learn about things that you don't know a lot about. So um, whoever was talking about this, I think it may have been Brian, maybe, 
or Jim, or I just don't, don't even know at this point. <laughs> Whoever was talking about this was encouraging people to go to sessions that they normally wouldn't go to so that they can learn new things, maybe meet some new people, um, and expand their skill set a little bit. So I know a lot of people took advantage of that, and I did as well. So the first day of the retreat, the only classes that I went to outside of my presentations were landscape and drone and... Um, something else that was something that I had no idea about. I can't remember what it was right now, so maybe it didn't have a huge impact on me. <laughs> but um, I really, really loved going to a landscape class, learning about um, you know storytelling within landscape and, and advanced composition with landscape. And then I also learned how to like become a drone pilot. I learned how to uh, register and take my take a drone pilot's test and all of these rules and regulations and requirements that the FAA has. So that was really interesting for me as well because I actually might get a drone now. I, I really wanted to go to some of the landscape and drone photography classes. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised to hear you say that you were able to go to any classes because I feel I like did. the entire time I've been here, I've I, as soon as I finish one thing, I somebody hands me something else to do. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm actually kind of bummed. I for all of the time that I spent here, I had a great time interacting and shooting with people, but I, I didn't get to do anything that was kind of sitting down and learning on my own. Um, but th that's not going to stop me. I've I've dabbled in some landscape stuff in the past here and there, and more and more being down here in the south, which is a very different climate and mm -hmm. with different vegetation and whatnot, I've I started shooting more plates and not worrying too much about having a model in the background, but shooting things that are uh, smaller scale landscapes that I could then maybe post-process, I could composite models into later if I decided to, but I kind of wanted to just take a look at the beauty of the nature around me for a lot of the, the sessions rather than um, doing what I would normally do with a model. I wanted to take advantage of these uh, different situations, mm -hmm. different location that I was in, and make the most that I could out of that. Um, and I think that's smart because, like you said, Charleston, the landscape here is really different from where we both live. Yes. I mean, the trees here are magnificent. They're so amazing. The swampy areas are so cool. It's just a really different environment from, you know, Midwest Ohio and mountainous Colorado. So yeah. it's, it's definitely been a unique experience in that perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, something that I've really enjoyed was just along those same lines. I've had so many people that came up to me that said, you know, I, I've specialized in landscape all this time, and I think that part of that might have been because I was too afraid to learn how to pose or I was too afraid to learn flash. So it was awesome to see people getting out of their comfort zone, but also people being honest with themselves and realizing that maybe sometimes the excuses that they make for, for the reason that they do things the way that they do um, are, are not as legitimate as they might think. So that's that's one thing I'm trying to keep an open mind to now, and I think I'm going to do my best to take that home with me, is that uh, maybe maybe I'm, I'm full of it a little bit and, and say that I do things a certain way because of one thing, and the reality is because I'm, I'm scared to do it another way or I don't do it the, another way. So I, I really want to make sure that I'm just taking home this spirit of um, adventure and really moving towards experimenting more in my work. Mm -hmm. I think that spirit of adventure is a good takeaway. We've had a lot of different shoots and a lot of different locations here. For any of you who went to the Phoenix retreat last year but did not make it 
to Charleston this year, it's quite different because we had, for example, um, Friday afternoon, there were maybe 10, no, not 10, maybe five different options for people to choose from outside of the college. So there was a, a city tour downtown. There was a Magnolia Plantation um, bunch of shoots happening at Magnolia Plantation. There was a boat ride into the swamps. And then outside of even that, there were people who organized astrophotography on the beach where they got to photograph the Milky Way. Uh, there, Connor took some people to a park and did some photos with models and families and stuff at a park. Um, there was another plantation tour on the first day. So there was lots of, a ton of options for people to get out of the university or the college year and actually explore an adventure both with models and just with landscapes and things like that um, on their own and with groups here which is has been really cool to see all of these kind of adventure photos come back in in the facebook group and see all these people who i would normally uh, recognize as portrait photographers sharing these like magnificent milky way photos so that's been really cool to witness as well people kind of um, taking advantage of different situations and different environments and making this retreat into an adventure for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And and something else about all of that adventure is um, I, I have a tendency, because I shoot in studio, I have a tendency to stop really looking for too many locations mm-hmm. outdoors. And, and given I'm in a new place, so everything feels beautiful and interesting and inspiring, um, where I'm sure if I lived here it would be still beautiful but less so. And I live in Colorado, which is um, every time I talk to somebody who is an outdoor photographer they're like why aren't you going outside and shooting out there and it's because to me it just it, it seems boring but um especially Ugh, what erica said so privileged <laughs> yes yes i am uh, <laughs> and uh, but especially what erica was saying i i, I went out with a, a small group of people and we went and photographed some family in a park and it was, it was a beautiful park but it was kind of just it, there was nothing particularly special. It was just a, a nice-looking mm. park. And I know that I have those around me. And um, just I, I think it's important to keep in mind that you don't necessarily have to go far to find adventure and find cool locations and uh, play around and find new places. I, I think that everything that I'm going to talk about here is just, like, keep an open mind about stuff. <laughs> Feeling very, very hippie this morning, I yeah. guess. Support for today's show comes from Squarespace. If you're ready to start your new business, launch your photography portfolio, or whatever other passion you have, you can make it stand out on the web with Squarespace. I've talked a lot about Squarespace over the years and the things that I like about it, and the reason that I've used them for many years for my photography portfolio. I've talked about the beautiful templates and many of the other things that they have going for them, but one that I kind of want to highlight today is the customization you can do with a Squarespace website. If you use the old website builders, you may have noticed that it's kind of hard to get it customized just exactly how you how you want it. And you may feel like, oh, I have to do something more custom. But I want you to check out Squarespace. They have so many templates. Uh, I, I was able to find one pretty easily that I thought looked really beautiful. And they have lots of settings you can go in through and check. 
With simple drag and drop interfaces, it's easy to add the content even if you're not super familiar with it. I really like being able to customize it quickly the way that Squarespace has it. So go check it out. Destiny is calling and it says it needs a website. Make it with Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code IMPROVE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com and offer code IMPROVE. And again, we thank Squarespace for their support. Well, uh, I guess something that I'd like to talk about, which kind of relates to this open mind concept, is I... So, okay, I don't want to, like, press any, like, hot hot button issues or whatever <laughs> here, but we're going to just go for it for a second. So something that has been um, brought up to me a lot is the lack of female voice in not just in improved photography, but in photography as general, in mm-hmm. general. I mean, there are a lot of female photographers, uh, but it seems like a lot of the educators and the people who are kind of at the top of photography are uh, men. And, um, you know, that's something that most of us are aware of, um, and something that probably should be addressed and should be changed. But, but an experience I had here, I was going into the bathroom to put on my lipstick because, you know, we're getting here at the crack of dawn and I don't have time to finish my makeup before I leave the house in the morning. So I'm in here, (laughs) I come into the bathroom to put on my lipstick and there's a woman who's coming out basically as I'm going in and she stops me and she just goes on and on for five minutes probably about how much she appreciates the female voice in improved photography and how she appreciates not necessarily just a female, but someone who is unapologetic for what they do and for their goals and is open expressing the fact that I want to make six figures. And, um, you know, she just kind of really um, emphasized the importance of strong female mentors and role models in the photography industry. And I don't think she realized at the time, like how much her comments meant to me. It was to the point that I was teary eyed and I had goosebumps the whole time she was talking to me. And it was really important and really special. And it kind of makes me teary eyed just thinking about it right now. Um, Just that she would share, share such um, in such an eloquent way, her thoughts and feelings on the subject matter. Uh, and, uh, you know, I took some time to think about it, and we had a, a meeting with the speakers yesterday afternoon, and they are talking about, you know, what we can do to improve this. And one of the things I said was, let's get some more women in here. We need more female voices. So something that I hope to take away from this, and I hope that we all take away from this, is that we need to have more female leaders in the industry and that we will have more female leaders both maybe in the podcast and on the retreat and just in improved photography in general. So to all of my female listeners out there, uh, I thank you for sending in your comments or taking the time to talk to me about it. Uh, for all the men, I hope that you uh, agree and are supportive and um, you know would, would welcome more female uh, podcasters or presenters or whatever. Leaders in Leaders. the industry. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I hope that together we can work on you know addressing this issue and making some change. Absolutely. I, I think that that's awesome. I would, I would really love to see um, more women, more diversity in general, because mm-hmm. it, it tends to be, uh, speaking as one of them, it tends to be a lot of uh, white dudes that feel yeah. like they are um, the only people that can step up and have a voice. And I think that probably comes from a background of being more privileged and not mm-hmm. feeling shut down. Um, but I, I, I would love to see more people um, of 
all walks of life mm-hmm. coming in and, and stepping up and becoming teachers and um, empowering themselves to help others in this industry because really the, we're, we're a group uh, that is very diverse and I would love to see more people stepping into leadership positions yeah. in that capacity. Yeah, even just that meeting that we had with the speakers, when I brought that up, I was literally the only female in the room. Yep. And also we were all white. Everybody in the room was white. So if we have any listeners out there who are female or who, uh, you know, is, is of a person of color or a different ethnicity, you know, come to us, talk to us. If you feel like you have a voice that, that needs to be heard and you have the skills and the ability to share your photography experience with improved photography listeners, then come to us. Let's make it happen. Uh, we can diversify a little bit and, um, you know, bring more voices and more experiences to the podcast. That would be great. Definitely so. And I, I think that talking about skills, like make sure that you, you feel like you actually have something to bring. Like we, we don't yeah. necessarily want to d- diversify just for the sake of diversity, but it, there are plenty of you out there that are able to speak from a place that is going to be prove very helpful mm-hmm. to others out there. So yeah. I, I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on from maybe a controversial topic. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Um, Connor, what did you present on? What were your presentations? My, my presentations, I, I did a basics of flash class, a why you should do studio portraiture, and what kind of gear you can do to make that happen, or what kind of gear you need to make that happen. And I did a class on composition, which um, all three of them were fun. They were a little bit different, um, obviously with varying skill levels. In there, uh, I would say out of all of them, the one that I felt most together with was the composition course. But that's because I actually made a slideshow um, <laughs> presentation that I went through, and it felt like a, a proper lecture. Where the other two, it's it's the thing I love to rant about and talk about. So I kind of just took the opportunity to rant and answer questions and and do that. Um, I attended your studio yeah. one, yes, and I think. It was super great for people who are interested in setting up a studio, whether that's in their home or outside of their home, because you went through all of the things that you need for a studio. You know, you went through the backdrop options, you went through the lighting options, the C-stand and light stand options, you know, all these things that people um, sometimes overlook or forget about when when they're opening up a studio. They're thinking more about, okay, my studio space, you know, let me fix the physical space and they forget like, oh, I need to buy all of all of the stuff for the <laughs> shooting part of it. So I think that was super helpful. And I could just from sitting in the back of the room and kind of watching people's responses, I think that people had a, got a lot of value out of that for sure. And, and I think that one of the biggest takeaways that I was hoping to impart on anybody in there is that realistically, pretty much any space that you have available to you is something that you can use to start shooting in studio. Mm-hmm. And I really want, I, I, I'm not studio everywhere. What's his name? Nick Fancher? Nick Fancher. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I love having a proper studio, but I think that it's an, an area of portrait photography that a lot of people are scared of mm-hmm. because you have to control everything. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I also think is one of the more creative ways to do portraits because you're able to light in such unique and different ways than what you do control when you're... Everything. Yeah, because you have that control. Um, so I just really... my. I my whole point was to try and encourage people to realize that you don't need to be scared of this. You can mm-hmm. uh, even if you have a relatively small room. I think that the entire time I was shooting my examples during that course, I was in um, 
about a four by eight space in this giant room. It, it, I intentionally constrained myself to make sure that I was showing that you really don't need super high ceilings or a super large space to be able to start doing some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I would really love to see more people trying it out. Yeah, I think I think fear is definitely something that stops people. But I, I would encourage people, if you're thinking about doing this, to not think about the fear aspect of it and think about the creative aspect of it. Because not only are you using uh, the studio for things like headshots and things like that, but you can use your studio space for creative shoots, which is what I love so much about my studio. So within my studio, I can build sets and I can bring in models and all kinds of cool things that I wouldn't necessarily be able to just like bring to a park somewhere and create some really cool styled shoots and creative shoots that allow me to express myself more creatively and independently than, than the work that I do with my clients. So if you're thinking about it, don't focus on that fear aspect. Uh, focus on what you can do and the possibilities that you have with opening up a studio or just having a studio space to work out of. Absolutely. Yeah. What did you, what did you teach on Erica throughout all of this? I did. I also did three sessions. I did my first one was uh, posing. So I had a, a couple, a man and a woman, in there, and I did a really quick overview of posing women and men separately, like individually. And then I focused a lot of my time on posing the couple together. Um, it was really awesome. It was really great. I think there was a lot of people in there and I think that people got had some good takeaways from it. Um, the models were really great. Thanks, Connor. You took care of those, right? Yes. You booked those? Yes, yeah. I did. They were really nice. They were a real couples, so they were comfortable together, which was nice. Um, and then I also did, the second one that I did was, what was it? Oh, mixed light. So using flash with ambient light, natural light to create cool, unique images. That was another really, uh, it was pretty full. And we had a lot of fun just kind of analyzing some photos and figuring out the best ways to use off-camera flash to accentuate the existing light and environment. Um, so that one was pretty cool. And then the one that I did today was... Uh, what was it? Managing your business like a pro. So it was 8.30 in the morning. It was so it was just just business stuff that everybody hates, but it actually went really well. Um, we went over time. People were asking questions. And I think the two important takeaways for that one, for anybody who's looking to start a business, would be to focus on your client experience and then focus on advertising. Because without both of those things, you're not going to have clients. Um, you need to make sure that you're giving your clients, my stomach is growling so loud right now, if you guys <laughs> can hear that. Um, if you don't have a great client experience, then you're not going to have clients referring you to their friends and family. Family. And if you don't advertise, then you're not going to be reaching other potential clients as well. So if you're in the beginning stages of a business, invest your, your time and energy and money in those two things to really elevate your business and, and help you take off. Or if you are already, you know, if you have an established business, make sure you're still dedicating enough time and energy to both of those things to keep your business running as it should be. Yeah, I was, I, that was one session that I was super, super wanting to go too, but um, as soon as this this conference ends today, which is in a little bit over an hour, um, I 
am going to immediately start a workshop and I had to run out and grab a few things for my workshop. So unfortunately, I didn't get to sit in on that, but I think I could have benefited from that as well. Okay, Connor's sitting here saying, unfortunately, I didn't get to go to a workshop about running business when he's here with a sold out pre-conference workshop and a sold out <laughs> post-conference workshop. So clearly he knows what he's doing. Um, in some capacities, maybe so. There's, <laughs> you're not entirely wrong. Tell us a little about your about your pre and post workshops. Um, so, so I'm doing the same workshop for both of them. It, it's the same kind of material that I've been teaching for the last year. Um, that is all based on lighting, and uh, using it, it. It's working from a, a the base knowledge of just shooting with manual uh, manual mode in your camera and building up, learning how to light from scratch, so it's appropriate for anybody that doesn't understand how to light at all, has a speed light, and has maybe gotten some shots that they like from it, but still don't feel like they can control that. And I, I'm able to work through an order of operations that I have created that I might talk about later um, in a non-workshop capacity, but it's a, it's a proprietary order of operations mm -hmm. that I help people work their way through to be able to um, confidently light any situation that they go to. So it's it's been pretty cool to watch all of my students um, over the past year. And in, in the first workshop that I've already done, I, I had everybody come in feeling unconfident. Some of them hadn't ever really used flash or shot portraits at all, and they were just kind of interested in stepping out and trying something new. And all of them have left feeling like, okay, even if I don't know precisely how to do it immediately, I now have a tool that I can use to, to work through and actually get to where I want to go, mm -hmm. um, um, which is kind of the whole point is it, I can set up a light somewhere and have somebody shoot a thing f uh, and get great photos from it. But if they are never going to be able to replicate that, that's a problem for me. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted people to be able to have the tools to be able to do the same kinds of things that I do with my lighting. Yeah, and I think you were successful in that because I can't tell you how many times over the past couple of days when we've had these groups shoots that somebody will set up a light or adjust a light and say oh I learned that from Connor whether <laughs> that was in a, a your pre-conference workshop or just in one of your lighting presentations so it's been really cool to like see people take the stuff that they're learning here with you and with everybody else and, and apply, apply it. it yeah it's really it's a really cool thing to witness yeah absolutely mm -hmm. well do we have anything else to talk about during this I, I don't think so I don't think so do you have anything else to add oh man no <laughs> I feel like I'm, as you can tell we're tired guys <laughs> yes very exhausted I'm thankful that this is the one time a year that I have to do this as, as much as I would love to do this four times a year because it is so much fun uh, oh my gosh I think I would be dead by the time I'm yeah. 30 if yeah. I did that um, I, a couple things I would like to add just in closing uh, heads up that things will be changing just a little bit with the podcast. So Connor and I have spent some time here this week planning out the future of Portrait Session. And um, so there will be changes coming your way, but don't don't fret. Don't worry. Nothing there, bad. Nothing bad good. at all. All of, all of them are things that we're actually really excited about mm -hmm. and think um, based on feedback that we've gotten from people over the, over the past year or so, just things that we feel like um, we could change to, to make the show all the more interesting, all the more engaging for any of you. Yeah. So we'll be talking, Connor and I will be talking over the next couple of weeks to, to finalize all of this and start making these changes. Um, some more information will come in, be coming your way about that. And then also something very excited that we are announcing today, 
The next Improve Photography or Create Photography Retreat is going to be held in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Vegas, baby. Yeah. Um, so they are going to be starting registration soon. Actually, by the time this this podcast gets published, it might already be open. But we encourage you all to come hang out with us in Vegas. We're going to be shooting like crazy. We're going to be learning like crazy. It's going to be so, so fun. So if you guys have questions about what the retreat is like, just message us, email us, send us stuff on Facebook, and we can talk to you a little bit about the conference experience and um, you know what that'll look like for you next year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do we? We don't know the dates of that quite yet, right? I we do know that it's at the end of March and probably within the next twenty minutes when we make the official <laughs> announcement to all the They'll people have dates here, for us. we will know the dates. But I do know that it's at the end of March. 2019 yes mark it on your calendars yeah we we would really love to see all of you there once the tickets are released i believe that we will have a link that we can use Mm -hmm. specifically for portrait session listeners um to use that kind of helps support our show because um for those of you that don't know the create photography retreat is actually kind of separate now from improved photography so we're we're partners we love supporting each other um, but we are separate entities and they've kind of given us a really nice offer of having an affiliate link that can kind of help support the podcast and pay for mm-hmm. all of the other th- things that we do here. <laughs> yeah. So any any support from you guys that we can get would be awesome. And obviously we want you guys at the retreat just because we want to meet you all, yeah. and learn with you all, and shoot with you all. So. Whether or not you use that affiliate link, it would be awesome to have you there with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much, Connor. It's been fun just yeah. being able to look into your eyes during this whole, this oh. whole conversation. <laughs> Okay, guys, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you again in a few weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. The views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect the views of improved photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned.